This Week. Featuring news and commentary on This Week in Black Hollywood. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood. Read the You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live this week, Dario Kristen. Hey, what's up, everybody? You're watching Black Hollywood Live this week. I'm your host, Daryl Kristen. Thank you for joining us this first week of November. Can you believe it? The no. holidays are officially here. here Man, I, I bought my I bought my tree last week. I already hung my lights up. Tree? Oh. Dang. <laughs> and I already watched Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> I did. I watched that on The day after Halloween. I mean, I'm just watching the Target commercials just pop up now yeah. for the holidays, so I'm right. still trying to catch up. But joining me today <laughs> is the beautiful Courtney Stewart. What's up, everybody? DJ Jesse J. What up? And our very special guest today is an actor. Everybody knows you see his face. He's on everything. Mr. James Black is with us today. Woo-hoo! What's up? Welcome. Welcome. And we got the Ohio connection, so I'm hype. You know, yeah. Ohio, Ohio. Yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, it's really crazy, actually, that the holidays are officially here. Yeah, I mean, here. I'm still trying to kind of get go off of Halloween. I mean, yeah. right. I'm, I'm just tripping the year's over. Like, yeah. I mean, the year's the over. Holidays and I know I say it every done. year, but this year I really do feel like yeah. this year literally flew by. Well, it never worked out a fabric store because I once worked at a fabric store in Joanne's Fabric to be honest. Oh, and, oh um, right. those are still around? Yes. Yeah, they are. Sure are. Well, those are very big in Ohio. Yeah, the and they're still very big. That's yeah. yeah. And so the thing about it is if you work at a fabric store, holidays are ruined for you because in July they are prepping for Halloween, yeah, they're wow. prepping for Christmas wow. in August, like, and it just blows your mind, and it's just like, yeah. where's my life going? Uh, I mean, I guess you kind of have to do July. that, I guess, right? Know, because but, you're selling you know. them con- them costumes, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yes. Well, we got a great show today. We got a lot of different topics um, before um, getting into a, an interview with James at the end of the show. But some of our topics include: surgeons are saying that designer vaginas. Are on the rise. I love that. That's what the hell is that? The what first topic. Is this world coming? To? What is this world coming to? <laughs> Holly Berry's exes are coming for her. <laughs> yeah, they are. Rachel Dolezal. Dolezal. Is yes. it Dolezal it's Dolezal. or Dolezal. Dolezal? She admits, she admits that she is a white woman. Go figure. Go figure. And a collective faint was heard around the world. Around the world. And a moment of silence for her whiteness. Um, Obama plans to aid former prisoners, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But first, we're going to talk about the buzzmeter question from last week, which was, should the Spring Valley cop have been fired? You guys voted... 100%, 100% of you All said of y'all yes. All y'all said Everybody. Yes. Everybody voted said 100%. Wow. The world ain't as crazy as I thought it was. Did you see that video of the Spring Valley? The video when he flipped the girl? When he flipped yeah. the girl. Yeah. 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 And he got think, fired? And he got fired. Yeah. Do you think he should have been fired? Oh, yeah. Long before that even aired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. They Long. knew he was bad when they hired him. Yeah, they called him the... <laughs> Who's left? Yeah, I forgot the name they gave him, but it was basically his reputation of, of being a, you know... A little aggressive. A little aggressive. Yeah, what they call him? Students. They called him Dr. Flip or something? Dr. Flip oh, or no. something. Oh. something yeah. Dr. Hammer. Dr. Hammer. That's what it was. Dr. Hammer. Yeah, something that I I got a buzz in my thing. Which one is me? It is a little buzzy buzz. Um, our buzz me the question for okay. today is, are you excited for titles exclusive original content? Which is another topic that we'll be talking oh, about today. Okay. But we're going to start off with trending topics with DJ Jesse J. Well, I'm happy he's here because you were sick yeah. yesterday I and was. this week. And I, uh, you are I, I've left y'all in, in too many weeks already. I yes, am leaving you, again. All right. Up. But we were talking about title and the new original content that okay. Jay-Z is going to be releasing. Oh. And uh, it seems quite interesting. They're trying to get the numbers up. Um, after they just did the title concert, they want to 
Capitalize. Capitalize into the original content. I know that they had done some stuff. Um, Erica Badu, there was a, a right. rap video that got released, but it was a movie that they had taken old Western um, yeah. kind of I, legends, legends and brought and, like, them to real life together. with an all-black cast. Yeah, uh, cool. That's an original for a title. But they're oh. going to be doing series. Uh, one of the series is actually called No Small Talk with DJ Cypher. They're going to release three episodes. And so what it is is each episode highlights three comedians um, from a... Uh, a comedy store in New York and basically it'll be a sit down profile show some of their set and then it'll be a sit down profile with the comedians um, another thing is they recently got the second season to a YouTube uh, show called Money and Violence. Violence it's the season 2, it did very well on YouTube, they're going to bring it to title and it's going to premiere in January what are you guys thinking? do you think that bringing new content to title is going to Help get their numbers up. Are you willing to pay twenty bucks for some I'm still not content that you haven't pay. watched? I'm not willing to pay still, but I think it's a smart, it's a creative smart thought He's to be like something. the music is not yeah. working right. as enough of a draw, so let's do something else. So, yeah, you know, try something different. People I mean, go, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. You know, I, I think it's a, a good attempt to beef up the content, which will make sense. You know, for them, obviously, especially to for those prices. especially for those prices, they're not cheap. And but I mean, I'm still a little bit disappointed, but it's not their fault. But that Prince didn't show up to the last <laughs> concert with Beyonce, Nicki Minaj. He's on Instagram though. So but I'm just saying, he's on Instagram. But I'm still a little disappointed that he didn't go to that last concert. So I, in, in my mind, title even more so now. I'm still like, mm, I don't know about you. I'm side eyeing you, title a little bit, a little bit. Okay. What, what about you, James? Sorry. No, I was going to say that it, you know, like you said, the music ain't happening. And uh, mm-hmm. so you got to do something. Just get like YouTube is hot yeah. and, and content of you know something a little quirky. Let's try it. Try see it. what happens. I yeah. like the idea of bringing like a, a show that did well on YouTube. So yes. now you know you're gonna have that. You yeah. have an yeah. audience. Smart. Right. Yeah. The comedian thing is interesting to me because I mean we've seen like you know Diddy did his The Bad Boys of Comedy and whatnot. So I'm wondering how, what they're gonna DJ Sife is gonna bring to the table. But as far as an audience, the comedy aspect interests me because title is known for music. Yes. And the things that do do well in titles like Beyonce redid Prince's um, Dear Ni- Darling Nikki yeah. for Nicki Minaj yeah. stuff like that does well in mm-hmm. titles so I'm kind of surprised that they didn't go a music route like a profiles for music but rumor is is that they are going to do profiles with music and maybe athletes but they're going to try the comedy out first hmm. interesting so good luck to that but are, they, are they having someone who is like Kind of the key leader for the comedy, uh, DJ Cipher. Oh, DJ Cipher. Okay, from Boise, from Power, Power, something in New York. I can't. I don't know okay. his channel, but yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Well, well, comedy sells, so yeah. you you want to laugh. I mean, and if you're on your phone, I figured that maybe that's why because yeah. it's like you can watch quick little three yeah. minute clips, yeah. of comedy. and you can show it to your friend, and that right works there. just in an audio space. So like, because like I'll listen to the comedy channel in Serious yeah. just to just be riding in my car. So I think it's probably a good lane. That's true. To that's try. a good point. Get you through traffic. Yeah. Yeah. And they're smart because I'm pretty. Sure you can get the first three episodes for free, even if you aren't a title subscriber. Well, that's good. Well, so that's they all the have it. Giving you a little candy for free. They're giving the heroin <laughs> for free. Get a little taste. Heroin. And then get. Why well, is it gonna be the heroin? Well, <laughs> I mean, because people are doing crazy here. things out here. They're doing such crazy things that the newest fad you guys aren't even gonna believe it. Designer vaginas. You can Don't buy those on the store. They're like, Where do you get them? Do they come to your house and like fit you for them? <laughs> they bedazzle them. Not yeah, the bedazzler. They, they bring that back. That's no. gonna hurt. Okay, so <laughs> did I just say that? I'm sorry. No, I mean I would imagine it would hurt. Okay, I'm gonna wait till I tell you the names of well, these you things. Just, you so there are two really popular procedures being done. Uh huh. 
And they've said what has kind of caused that 49% of women have gone in to, to get this done. Um, and it kind of is coming from the whole yoga fad. Women want to look good in tight pants okay. in all areas. Okay. okay. So they're so, trying to get rid of their camel toes. Pretty what? much, yeah. So the number one surgery is, I'm going to, oh, God forbid my pronouncing this, and I'm sick, uh, labia... L- labiaplasty. There you, oh, you What's are, that look like? Girl. Wait, I, I want to know what it looks like. Do that real labia quick. Because I know what I mean, labias are. She knows I have them. I got a labia. Let me, let me, let me find out. Uh, you getting bedazzled I over have there. not bedazzled or labiaplasty. <laughs> nothing. Okay? So what that is is they adjust the lip size. Uh-huh. Some yes. girls want them to look uh, symmetrical. <laughs> they want them to be smaller. Yeah, than, I think a smaller lip is better. Is that what you're? So they do they de? I thought inject. They pull like fat out. Yes, fat tissue out. They pull fat tissue out. And I guess. They can place it in other places. Um, and then the other one is vaginoplasty, <laughs> which adjusts the tightness of mm. it. Now, we saw this on Sting. Ease Wag. You yeah. saw it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, no, we didn't see, like, well, we an actual. We didn't see it actually, <laughs> see it actually <laughs> getting done. Like, oh, you right, saw right, it? Right, right, right. I was like, I was, like, no, I was there sitting there. Give me a, give me a <laughs> scalpel, please. Me, Go ahead. How does that work? And the age Can you get a selfie with that? <laughs> the age group is 16 to 70 years old. 16 to 70. I'm sorry, that ain't gonna help me. I'm sorry, at 70 years old, it's like, girl, you better just live with whatever <laughs> you got. Just let it go. It's frozen. Start, let it go. Start planting the garden. At 16, I'm like, well, this is a I question mean, only for you. Was your vagina fully, like, developed? Like, I don't know nothing about okay, your vagina. You know, right. That's the argument of why, I mean, obviously why it. this is a problem. Because like, Kylie Jenner's lips weren't even it's, developed and she got It's them. a messed up sort of sense of, okay, basically what you're doing is trying to make your vagina into a pre-adolescent vagina. Right. So, oh. that that it, because, I mean, your vagina, you know, grows and you so, have babies. Your vagina gets a little bit looser. Obviously, you can do exercises and kegels and things like that to keep it tight. But your vagina is not supposed to be the same that it was at 12 that it is at 35. No. So the idea that well, women are doing that. No, I'm just kidding. Because, That's a little because you there, push really. a watermelon a through that hole the size of a grape and you tell me if your ish is going to be the same. But anyway, right. the whole point, like the bigger argument about it is sort of the idea that we are making, continuing to sort of, there's this whole article online and I don't want to scare anybody, but there's an article online about a pedophile and whether or not you, that we actually live in a very pedophilic culture and not just saying that men are pedophiles, but but this idea... That was a total inside joke. Total inside joke. Because he asked the question, well, why is your vagina not supposed to be the same as it was when you were 12? But this whole idea. Google me, there's nothing on that on my record. Daryl is not a pedophile. (laughs) Just want to clarify that. It's a pedophilic culture. It's not calling you a pedophile, but saying that this idea that women's body parts are supposed to be hairless, they're supposed to be smaller, they're supposed to be tighter, and all the things that are characteristic of pre-adolescent women. And we are feeding into that, and that's why these things are becoming much more popular. Because I agree, you, that's who you are when you're 12, and it's tight, and it's small, and you have no hair. Like, that's 12 years old. Like, yeah. as a woman, it's not supposed to be that way. But now we're trying to force grown, not force, but grown women have come to believe that somehow there's something wrong with it as it is as a grown woman. And now right. we're adjusting for that. And that's what's kind of scary. Yeah, but isn't it, I mean, I hear those points, but isn't it also just the world's infatuation with youthfulness anyway? I mean, you know, there's always... There's a difference between youthfulness yeah. and your youthful sexuality. So, like, yes, we want to look great and feel strong and be strong long into our lives, but when you start to turn it into what we do sexually, 
that sort of changes the connotation. You're not just looking good. Like, your sexuality is supposed to develop as you get, you know, older right. and more mature. Yeah. But you're not supposed to be holding on to your pre-sexual self. Okay, <laughs> I have... As a sexual being. Right. Because you don't want a 10-year-old really to be sexualized. No. no! I mean, I still think... Uh, it's 16, when you said 16, I wasn't expecting to be that young. But, I thought you were going to say... But you know, that's eight. like, because we're like looking at Kylie like, Jenner. Oh. We're, we, how bad did people sexualize this girl? And then when she had 18, there was a countdown. No one cared about Tyga that he put in his song that he was screwing this girl, underage girl. It was like, oh, yeah, Tyga, like, go ahead, boy. Like... And we just sit here like, oh, she's just a Kardashian. Leave her alone. <laughs> well, like, it's different. Well, she's had a different life. Life. You're a hater. A You're a hater because you can't afford a house reason. at 16 years old. Yeah, I'm a hater. That's And what, she has been exposed to different things, different but that's something for us to look at and think. American like, is that really cool to. that we have her out there like that and that she thinks it's okay for herself to be out there like that? And so here's my question, and this might be really ignorant and just I probably shouldn't even say it, but you know I always have to go. But, like, I just feel like around my straight guy friends, they always say they want a fat pussy. So, like... That was very specific. I'm that sorry. Was, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that, was, that, that was very it, specific. No, I understand what you're saying. I, I, so, I totally so so saying, I, because I'm gay, specific. I'm gay, I don't know, like, a fat pussy, so it wouldn't, like, getting the labia pasty thing be, like, go be counterproductive? Right. I don't, I don't, like, is I, I thin lips in? I thought I that it's, have, it's traveled. You don't want a, l- a road less traveled. Right, but when you say real <laughs> fat, like, I, I get I, real fat, I'd rather be moist and medium. <laughs> Medium. What medium. No, I get that. I, okay, but a medium is like when you... Yeah, I don't want it to be fat. Because okay. fat, I think, loose. Well, see, this is and, another and, thing. And I, there's extremes. It may just be I feel like you're thinking in so, extremes. There's definitely situations... I'm not like elephant Like, I'm sure there's definitely situations where, you know, things get a little out of sync a little bit more right. excessively than others. Right, right. Yeah. But that's, uh, th- that's the rare end of the spectrum. That's right. not like the in-between that most like of these people are talking about. Like six kids and you want to get your stuff yeah, together. You know, I'm you not mad. You're not mad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that exists. Yeah. Yeah. But this idea that like you could, there's women out there who ain't had no children and they're like, oh my god, my, my I can pants. see a camel toe and they're not, they're a little too much. Let me get rid of that a little bit and tighten that up. Like that kind of stuff is getting. I gotta ask a question. <laughs> I had to. I, you know Please, so please James, ask a question. Please do. It's, can you, maybe it's just me, but what is wrong with camel toe? I, it it's kind of me. like dick print. Like we promote it on Instagram, <laughs> Eggplant Fridays. Like you know where you are when you see. You don't know what eggplant. Is that bad? Everyone knows that the game just released it. His damn eggplant. eggplant. Oh, okay, all right, but fine. All but right, I'm but saying we, it's okay for guys to do it, but it's not. I cool don't for necessarily girls to think it's bad to show a camel toe. I don't see a problem with it. All so, I can say is, is, so is that this, it's sort of like... It's like a wedgie, right? It's one of those It's kind of like you know what you're going to be working with. You know where you're going to be. Yeah. It, it's like the beauty <laughs> standards that we all sort of talk about that exist, but then most people are like, but I really like a curvier girl, or I would have... We're feeding this some kind of way and saying there's something... If you got a camel toe, then your lips are too big and loose, and you need to do something about it. So uh, that energy is out there some kind of way. I don't know if it's just coming from men, if it's coming... It came initially from men, and then women picked it up and are like, yes, I need to do this to make it look better. I don't know. So is that the infatuation with the bald vagina? The bog vagina? Bald well, vagina. that, I feel... Is the bald yeah, vagina is very... Vagina. Is, is male. Yeah, I, I, I agree with I, it. I, I believe I it's definitely direct from men. Like I, a bald vagina, but... I mean... You don't are. know actually what it is. I mean, if you see it and you're just like, oh, I don't know what that... What was that? Was that an elbow? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's so funny. Have you ever seen the Instagram memes where it is? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, what? 
What is that? You don't have hair on your elbows, so you know where you are. Wow, he said an elbow. And imagine if it had this. Right. Bitch, I would not know where I'd be on someone's Jeez. chin like, hey. Hey, let's go. Hey. No, no, no. You're really far away. You're getting colder. You're colder. <laughs> you're in the wrong You're on the wrong street. You, what the map wrong street. are you using? I don't. <laughs> yeah, where, where is this going? You got it. Well, gotta, I don't know where detour. this is going detour. or that's going, detour. but I know where y'all need to be going. Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, head over to our sister network, AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> Whatever it is, I mean, we're going to do Real Housewives starting next week. Maybe it's Love and Hip Hop, Scandal. <laughs> Whatever your favorite TV show is, as soon as it's over, AfterBuzzTV.com. Thank you, Jesse. I still have the elbow visual in my head. So on that note, we're going to move on to some gossip with Courtney Stewart. I can't even breathe. <laughs> it's an elbow. It's a chin. Like a chin. It is. You got to tell me. And now I'm envisioning Adele for some reason. I don't know. Where did that come from? Because of her clep chin. Okay, come? moving on. <laughs> just gonna I thought you were saying she had a big vagina. That's what I thought you were trying to say. Oh, I don't know. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. She sold a lot of records. She did. <laughs> yeah, she did. I'm sure she's quite thrilled with her vagina. All right. So, what? So, <laughs> we I need to ask like, her. I'm sorry, this yeah. is the day you want to come on the show, James, I'm to promote sorry. your movie. Sorry. Sorry about that. Sorry about that. Hey, it's better you than didn't know week. what you were getting into. I did not know. Last week was gay porn. <laughs> That's true. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. All right, um, we're going to get serious now because there's okay. something dreadful going on out yes. there, guys. Oh, so no. in the Twitterverse this week, somebody we ain't heard from in like 15 years resurfaced and went to town. Oh. For those of y'all that don't know who I'm talking about, it's former Major League Baseball player David Justice. He randomly shows up on Twitter and does like a... 50 tweeted tirade about his ex-wife. Zola's Twitter story. (laughs) Halle Berry. Yeah, well, basically. All right, so basically the background is from, uh, I believe it was 92 to 97, or 96, he and Halle Berry were married. They divorced, obviously, and she moved on to Eric Benet. He moved on and got married. And the, the thing that has kind of always been in the atmosphere has been that right as they were sort of breaking up and she had a restraining order out on him, She did an interview with Barbara Walters in which she discussed her previous um, experiences with abuse with a boyfriend. And the world, Hallie never said it was David Justice, mm-hmm. who was her husband, but she also never said it was not David oh, Justice. Okay. So many people who were like sort of around the industry and stuff like that, they knew, but like regular people, because I can speak for it, I was from Atlanta, I love the Braves, he played for the Braves. We were like, oh my God, David Justice beat up Halle Berry. So this whole sort of energy has always existed that he was the culprit of abuse towards her. Right. And now that Hallie announced her divorce a couple weeks ago from her current husband, Olivier Martinez, um, it all of that stuff from her past starts to resurface and it's on the internet like David Justice is the ex-husband that beat her up. Uh, Eric Benet is the ex-husband that had a sex problem and was cheating on her. And so all of that started to resurface and David Justice has three kids right now. They're like 15, um, 13, and 11, I believe. So he decided that because now they have Twitter and Instagram and all that, they're seeing all this stuff thinking their dad like Uh, maybe hit. He was like, I gotta speak out, supposedly. Well, he spoke out a lot. And here's some of what he said, because I won't read it all because there's like 800 of them. He started out by saying, reading the latest Halle Berry reports, it wasn't me who hit Halle causing the ear damage. 
Hallie has never said I hit her. It was a former Hollywood boyfriend, parentheses, W.S., that well, she told me, get your facts right. So he, with this W.S., basically called out Wesley Snipes. Yeah, I was going to say, but that was the, that's what I had heard before. That had been the rumor, been the rumor but like those are for people that were sort of in the know, kind of knew that that was probably who she was referring to, even though she's never labeled him, so allegedly that's whatever. But he decided he was going to label him and make sure everybody knew. And then he went, you didn't hear that from me, smiley face. (laughs) Um, He continued on. When she first reported that she had been in an abusive relationship, she wouldn't name her famous former boyfriend, W.S., again. She was mad at me leaving the relationship, so she and her Hollywood team just tried to destroy my character because it had to be my fault right. Yep, me, Eric, Gabriel, and Olivier were all her knight in shining armor until it ends. Then we will become the worst guys in history. It continued on. He continued on, That's on and novel. on and on and on. He he did write. He wrote a dissertation. He wrote a dissertation, and then Eric Benet the next day responded <laughs> and <laughs> said, "Quote: My man at David Justice is tweeting some truth this morning." Yeah. And rumor has it that Eric Benet has gone on to say that a lot of people were like, "Yeah, he did cheat on her. He admitted to being a sex addict, but he's supposedly claiming now that that was a." Uh, Situation drummed up by her publicist. Yes, he stepped out of the marriage, but he did not have a sex addiction or any of that. And there were other things that she was doing simultaneously in the relationship. But he went ahead and took the fall for it mm-hmm. in terms of saying he had a sex addiction and he got treatment for it and all of that. Because at the time, they were attempting to sort of work out the marriage. Right. So he's saying that was a lie. And they both go on to basically warn Olivia, like, hey, bro, you about to be the same. Like, you're about to go through the exact same thing. But as of yesterday... Apparently, Miss Hallie spoke out after she made her appearance on the red carpet we on Tuesday. We saw yeah. her this week at, at the, the Black, Black Women in Bond, Bond event yeah. for Essence. She did come to the red carpet. She did not do interviews because, of course, she didn't want to talk yeah. about this. She looked beautiful. She looked amazing. Um, but the next um, day, basically, after all, because the David Justice thing had come out like the day before, and then she didn't want to do interviews. But then the next day, she apparently, through her people, somehow cleared up that it was not David Justice. But this yeah. is the first time since like 1997 that she actually says it was not David David Justice. Right. Mm-hmm. And he then tweeted yesterday, thank you, Hallie, for clearing it up, finally. Ah, so, okay. that's their scandal for the week. I, yes, does he have a lot of time on his hands? But, yes. But am I mad at him for trying to kind <laughs> of uh, clear his name if people were targeting their hands at him? I'm not mad at that, you know. Um, you don't feel like it was kid. kind of catty because he sent, like, 500 messages? Couldn't he just, like, do one? Like, well, that's what I'm saying. I was not the ch- dude that beat her up. Well, maybe, well that's like, what I'm saying. Like, I, it didn't need to be all those messages, but, but just But does media one. care yeah. if you just send out one versus... No, they don't care. That's, that's Making true. a big deal out of it. You're making a big deal with, like, 15. Because right. if he sent one tweet, I'd be like, meh. Yeah. Who even cares? And now he sent a whole bunch of it's like, oh, what tea is there? Yeah. So it became a tirade. So everybody was like, oh, my God, David Justice went on tirade. And people actually paid attention, finally. And what a coincidence she had. Event. I watched too much Nashville, y'all, and you know my conspiracy theory. What? She was trying to drum up uh, some sort of storyline or fan. You so know people I mean? would take more pictures. Yeah, honestly, I ain't mad at that. It's just kind of whiz, but when you when you're using your past, I feel like they would have done it anyway because yeah. she's already like filed for divorce. So the fact that yeah. she would be on the red carpet at but all, but doesn't it make like, it? Oh my god! It's Halle Berry <laughs> if she comes to the event and she can't speak to anybody, but she drops a statement the next day. I like it. No, I, mean, I, mean, I feel like it, it builds up. I mean, yeah, I'm only going off of 
Nashville. This is what they did for <laughs> Juliet Barnes. Yes, that is true. That is exactly and what Britney they did. Spears. It's like That's they're true. crazy bitches, but you put the star on everyone else, and it's like, yes, we love the crazy bitch. Yeah. Well, then going along with that, you because you brought up the crazy bitch thing. There's another whole sort of section of social media that is doing a uh, hashtagery or whatever about slut shaming, and that they feel like the way that Halle Berry gets talked about in these relationships uh, is slut shaming and it's not fair because everybody always goes yeah they might have did that but something wrong with Halle Berry so and then the whole commentary that she's the one that's sort of in the middle of all of this so something has to be wrong with her whereas men get five six divorces and marry multiple women you right. know Eddie Murphy got five baby mamas yeah, nobody's running around he's about, to, he's about to have another one and, yeah because that's the fifth one yeah. and but nobody's running around being like oh my god he must be crazy like what's wrong with him but Halle Berry gets that label yeah, because she's, she's female well, she's the star. But so is it Eddie Murphy. Mm, well, he got... Are you well, shaming him? Well, well, he was yeah, but no, he's shaming him. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Did he hit somebody? No. Eddie Murphy? Well, no, I was no. going to say he was on the red carpet uh, yesterday, and they were talking about uh, his girlfriend of four years is having a baby. Yes. Yeah. But not everybody knows it because there's not a big story about yeah. it. So maybe he would like a story. So maybe we can talk about all the people that he beat up. <laughs> I mean, that's the meme that's going. Let's go- start a rumor. No, he no, beat but up, he beat up uh, uh, Tweety Bird or somebody. What's that one? Big Bird. Big a Big Bird. I was like, Tweety Bird is the casting director, right? Right. Yeah, she is. Right. Like, that no, that's Tweety. That would be crazy. Oh, that would be Bird. Yeah, that'd be a story. There you go. He got cast. Well, he did, but Eddie Murphy did get a lot of backlash with the Mel B thing with the not claiming the last daughter. So he did have. But no one's going around calling him crazy for having all these women and broken relationships the way that they do women like Halle Berry. I hear you, but my only flip side of that is that the. There has also been each time there's been a story about these guys. It, it, like there's a story about David Justice. There's a story about Wesley Snipes. There's a story. But about, that's further there's proof. There's a story about why is there uh, the always got to be a story about or whatever Gabriel. There's a story. But I'm saying there's always. It's I, either I, these guys are really bad, and she needs to figure out what internally is causing, causing her to, her find to these choose men. these type of men. Because girl, right. I feel you. I'd be doing that to myself too. I, I have not had one good relationship. Every relationship is some fucked up that I'm doing. That I'm going out and finding you these need motherfuckers. To find yourself, you need to look yourself in the mirror. So you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel you, Hallie. But we I'm get saying, Herbalife, it has to but we be, can be I, just, I, I just always say, when things like this happen, there's always a center nucleus to it, and she's the center nucleus to it. So I'm not saying that all these things are are some are fabricated, you know, about her or whatever. But she is every time she is ending a relationship, there's always some big drama around <coughs> it, and not everybody who's a celebrity who gets divorced and has had four three multiple relationships has drama around it every time they leave that relationship. How so, do you know? Is well, it, it hasn't been in the media. media. doesn't pay attention. But somehow, because she's female, they care. Nobody cares about anybody else. Everybody yeah, cares about Holly Berry. It's all about Halle Berry. Berry. I only cared about Halle Berry the other night when we well, saw her. Well, whatever Black drama event. there is around Halle Berry, Teams she's drinking that real David good Justice. Kool-Aid because she looked damn good I mean, in the midst she looks younger. of all she looked, the drama. Yeah, she looked younger. It don't seem to phase her at all. No. The skin is still right. The body's yeah. still tight. Yes, it is. Good job, woman. Keep it up. All right. Wait, pause. But Was there a rumor about Eddie Murphy hitting a girl? I've no, never heard that. No? No, he, no. no, there's a meme going around right now about his that his new girlfriend, and then the meme is him looking over in the corner, and then it zooms in on his fist. And I was like, "Does he have some like?" Oh, I'll have no, to look into the only rumors I knew about Eddie were the gay ones. Uh, yeah, I never had heard I that. I never either, heard anything about abuse. I'm have anyway, to look well, yeah. good luck and congratulations, Eddie, on your ninth child. Yes. Moving on. Speaking of birth and babies. <laughs> 
<laughs> he does have a whole basketball team. He's yeah, someone. someone. Yeah. He could play, play soccer. On it. He could play on it. Yeah. All right. So our favorite white black woman. Oh, is that right? I white, love that girl. Black woman, Rachel Dolezal. Yeah, nice hair. For some reason, and I was feeling the weave. She was yeah. on yeah. The Real this week. Yeah. Yes, she is also pregnant right now. She's pregnant? She is pregnant. Oh, I saw that clip. Okay, Wait, didn't she get on, divorced? Or did she get divorced? I mean, we don't really know, oh, but okay. like, she's pregnant. And she got asked, is the baby Is the be baby black? black? <laughs> so that means the baby black? Lonnie, she, love, you're great. Yeah, <laughs> that was amazing. Lonnie. Lonnie so, Lonnie. for whatever reason, they decided she deserved an interview. And I think it was just because they were going to try to force her to at least say that she was white. And it was really Really awkward to watch. Did you guys get to take yes, a look yeah, at it? It was really, it was weird. really awkward to watch. But it was like Lonnie Love telling this book girl. But then they were trying stuff. to like. But then she was like, and then Jeannie Mai was very like. So actually, can you think about saying like why you thought about like it was like a therapy session meets I don't it was they were trying to be oh, I don't know it was and messy Rachel's but anyway great. Rachel was very like elusive for most of the interview she wouldn't really directly answer anything but some highlights are as follows so she finally admitted that she was born yes. white born. which is the yes. big headline of yes. the she it accepts that she was born white which we knew that already but we thanks, knew that thank you Rachel for clarifying her that. parents have since seeing the interview or since the interview got viral I don't know if they actually saw it. Um, um, have said like that is probably hopefully the road to like recovering their <laughs> family and redemption. saving redemption in their family and sort of pulling things back together because they were very hurt by the fact that she would not want to be white. Um, in addition, Miss <laughs> Rachel Dolezal compared herself to her, I should say, compared her plight to that of Caitlyn Jenner. What? And y'all, I really want to. I, exp- I really want to explain to y'all like what she was trying to say, but I still Please can't do. figure it oh, out. Figure it out. Yeah. Like I can't yeah. figure it out. Please, and yeah. I, I rewound <laughs> it a few times, and I yeah. was like, "Honey, what the hell are yeah, you talking about?" It part. made absolutely no sense. But essentially, I think what she was trying to say is that we all get to decide who we are to a certain extent, and those of us out there should not judge and just accept whoever we decide who we are. And since she's decided she's black, damn it, she's black. She's black. Moving on. All right, she Oh, also- you're going to move off from that? <laughs> well, I'm moving on to more highlights. Oh, okay. I, I was going to say something. Uh, <laughs> okay. yeah. um, she was asked a few times which box she would check. <laughs> For those of you all that don't know what that means, like if you ever have to fill out like federal forms and certain mm. things, if you ever took standardized testing, they usually oh, ask yeah. like, "Are you white? Are you black? Are you Hispanic? Are, are you, you Asian Pacifica? Are you black with a white Asian whatever mm, and other yeah. and all whatever?" I feel like she Caucasian. Other. She she checked other. I feel like she's other. No, she talked around that one too. And what she did finally say, she checked black. She jumped and said that, well, when I applied to Howard, like the boxes weren't there, so I didn't. Wow, she said that, and yeah. then they came back and said, "Okay, well, if the boxes were there, what would you check?" <coughs> and she still turned it around and was like, "Well, this one time in West Africa, I made that up. When I had to fill out a sign about blah blah blah, they had listed on there white of Euro-Asian descent and then black, but of Afro. Yep. It was of Afro." Um, human something, whatever it was, the 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 the, the caveat. We made was, this way too complicated. No, 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 but no, but, not her but wait, wait. The, but this is what she did. She said that the caveat was that basically the way they parenthesized that it was explaining like if from the mother continent, and her explanation was we all from the mother continent, so I'm definitely African, oh, and I checked that one. Okay. So that of all the boxes that she checked, that was the one that she checked. Mm. Um, then she said the biggest thing that she said that really had everybody like, oh no, she didn't, especially Tamar. Tamar was very upset. Um, she said that 
she's walked the experience of a black woman. And Tamar mm, took yeah, she, she, super she, she, offense to yeah, that and was like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. I mean, there are doors you can walk in that I can and blah, 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 blah. And Lonnie spoke up and was like, you know, I, I, I can't take off this skin. You right. can. Yeah. Right. And the woman said, and Rachel said, well, is it really true that there is a singular black woman experience? Because if there isn't, then I am entitled to mine. Oh! Which, which, as a person that, you know, Argues and debates on a regular basis. She kind of <laughs> came for them. Like that was a good. That was, there, that was a good there is no singular black woman experience, no. and she very has as as long as the cops because the cops pull her over and they check black on her ticket apparently, just by seeing her. So she has experienced the world and her fake blackness that she okay, made for herself that. as a black woman. For this let, let me ask you something. If I run on, uh, let's say the uh, the NBA finals. And out of the stands, and I grab the ball and I shoot it during the game from the stands, and I make it. Does that make me an NBA player? No. Mm-hmm. No. So, but if you have been to the practices and you have played in a few of the preseason games, and then y'all in the finals and you out there on okay. the court as the point guard. Yeah. Then are you an NBA player? Well, it's almost like remember when Tyra put the fat suit on? She experienced what it was like to be overweight. Yes, like, I mean she got, she actually had those feelings. feelings. She had the the people treated her. her that way. So whether or not coming from the inside was authentic and honest, she got with what that singular people, experience. She did because <laughs> what people saw was a black woman. Whether she said she was black or not, they accept they saw her. And as here's a black why I'm gonna say that I can I can kind of. Uh, See where she's saying with that is because when you see different shades of women, even you'll see two black girls, but <laughs> the darker skinned black girl will look at the light skin and say, "You ain't, you don't know what it's like, you know, for certain struggles that I, I mean, have." And then the light skin one's gonna be like, "Well, you don't know what struggles I've had being right. light skin." So, I mean, to sit it like that, but right. bitch, now everyone knows your deal. So, I mean, we, we <laughs> but they still we booking her. The deal, they but they still, still booking, booking her, and it's fascinating. And she really straight up for that whole interview, like that one comment was probably the only like legit comment that she made because for the most part she, she was, was kind of like yeah. What I saw, she was dodging all the questions. she was dodging everything yeah. and not really answering anything. But she did answer that, y'all. So there you have it. Rachel Dolezal, born white, now black. All right. Living her, <laughs> living her experience. All living right. her black woman experience. <laughs> With her black baby Where they selling on the tickets at? Black baby. That's she a ride of universal. Black, black woman experience. You know she's going to have a Hate it or love it, y'all. It's reality. It's reality. Where's the, where's the daddy at? I want to know what the daddy's at. We don't know. Said. They didn't yeah, talk he's about He's real that. quiet, too. He ain't saying nothing. He's probably embarrassed. He's like, damn, I thought. That girl crazy. For real? He's like, I thought you was black. But then again, it was like that. I'm going to let you a moment. When she started taking off shit, you're like, oh, damn. You're a white girl. She's just like, I haven't had a whole lot of sun down there yet. Mm. That would have been the first clue. Because maybe she was biracial. Yeah. Yeah, she I mean maybe she had one of those, those operations though. You know, yeah, maybe the, she had a labiaplasty. She might have labiaplastied and then like tinted it because you can like color yeah. it down mm-hmm. there. Knowing yeah. her, I feel like she would have done all that. All actually. of it. Yeah. All of it. Every yeah. single one of those things. I mean that's she's a, stealing that's the fat thing. from all these other white girls. She's like, Give me all your pussy shit. Probably I'll gotta weave better. That's kinda creepy. I don't know where that was going. I don't on that note, we're gonna move on to another topic. Um, Sorry, before, I'm on like so many like Nyquil's. <laughs> but before, like, before we move on to those topics, um, <laughs> damn, that Draft was weird. DraftKings. DraftKings. So, okay, we have James here. James, have you ever played DraftKings? Nope. 
All right, so this fantasy is football? fantasy football. Nope. You do fantasy football at uh-uh. all? Nothing? Okay. Nope. All right, well, DraftKings.com, you got to go to this because it's an easy way to play fantasy football. There's uh-huh. a lot of prizes that you can win. Up a million, to $2 million. million. $2 million for the first prize. Right. A million for the second prize and up to $10 million, million in, in just various prizes. Cash prizes. It's really simple. They got a little promote, promotion going on right now where you go to DraftKings.com. Mm-hmm. You just, the code name Black, no pun intended, and you just... Play your little hearts out with fantasy football. I I played it a couple times. I'm not a big fantasy football person. Did you win? Uh, I did not win. Um, not yet. Okay. Um, but I'm still going to keep trying because it's so easy to do <laughs> that I'm going to keep trying until I win keep something. Because of all those play. prizes. I'm just going to do it because, I mean, you, uh, they say you don't even need to know anything about You don't need to know anything about football. And I, football. And I do like know football, but I don't okay. need to. So I just yeah. want to win money. I want to play because the, 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 the code name is black. Yes. Just because. So I just yeah. Because code I might win. Black. You might win. On yeah. black. On black. On black. Always better. So just remember, DraftKings.com, code name black. Try and win you some prizes. Let yeah. us know if you win prizes. Actually, tweet us. I know if you let win us know. We want to know what you win because you may need to share right, some of that money. Right? Because if you use commission check, black, we need a fifteen percent commission check. We told you about it. It's yes. a friend. It's like Shark Tank. Shark Tank. Yes. All right, we're gonna move on <laughs> to the fantasy football. Fantasy football. The EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. No. All right. All right. No, we no, don't no get our sound, sound effect again. They don't like our sound effect anymore. It came. It came. It came. It's late. Oh, that's nice. All right. So this story has been making headlines as well. Besides. The Rachel story. Uh, have you ever flown on Spirit Airlines? I have. Worst fucking experience. Money. Never yeah. again. Yeah, I was like a bus. It was like a bus experience. <laughs> yeah, like, it was worse than Greyhound. Amtrak. Oh, yeah. I was yeah, just was like the Asian bus Greyhound. from here to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay, for that like bus in Mexico with the chickens. Yeah, they asked me to fly the plane. I was like, I'm getting. <laughs> off. Uh, you, you was like, I'm <laughs> parachute. Out I was like, can I get some water? They were like, please. You didn't get that. Well, I I freak out if I have to fly on an airline that's called Spirit. It's just something like that that just doesn't. Oh. I, don't know, I, I never really even thought it. about it like yeah, that. That's the way I thought about it when I first See, I thought like it would be a prices. pleasant experience because it was called Spirit. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, Dario, not for me. Why I'm you thinking, name him like Spirit of I'm, positivity I'm, I'm thinking, and goodness? Yeah, I'm, the I'm thinking the other like spirit. Had spirits. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> well, they've had some demons this week for sure with this airlines because apparently this week a uh, flight was taken off from LAX and they were going to <laughs> Dallas. Yes. And um, there was a little bit of commotion on the plane because there was a black couple that had assigned seats on the plane. And apparently there was a woman in one of the seats that it was an overbooked flight so <laughs> there was a woman in the seat of the black couple yes the um, the flight crew tried to handle the situation they ended up moving the couple into uh, like four rows ahead um, but that still the couple was still pretty perturbed about the situation so they later on decided to just get on another flight and you know go their own separate way um, but within that commotion um, the flight uh, crew actually experienced another set of kind of commotion with a set of seven other black people that were on the plane that were overhearing what was going on during the commotion with the first couple. They asked, the the flight crew says that the black um, people, the seven black people were causing commotion. They were being loud on the plane. They were talking about the situation, making other uh, guests or other people on the plane uncomfortable. They said several times they asked them to kind of stop talking about the situation. I guess things built up and before you know it, cops were on the plane escorting the seven people off of the plane. So here's a little clip of a video that was taken on the plane during the incident. Passengers kicked off a plane overnight. The flight attendant says they were being unruly. They claim it's because they're black. ABC's David Curley is at LAX this morning. Good morning, David. Morning, George. Police are telling this started over an overbooking of a couple of seats. It escalated to seven people taken off the plane. They say it was discrimination. 
This cell phone video captures the tension escalating aboard the Spirit Airlines jet as passengers are boarding the flight from L.A. to Dallas. And we have witnesses this man wasn't causing any kind of problem. We have the flight attendants being rude. Police say they were called by Spirit Airlines after an argument broke out over a double-booked seat. Say, sir, you must get up and move. He got up. They told him one time he got ready to get up and move. And the flight said something, said something smart out of his mouth. And the guy said, I'm not talking to you. Don't talk to me. And after the guy said that, he said, well, sir, you need to get off this flight. Police escorted the man and his traveling companion, both black, off. A little clip of what, ha <coughs> what happened on the plane. Uh, apparently, there were tweets that were sent out from other passengers. A person by the name of Tyler uh, Grosso tweeted, uh, plane being, uh, oh, excuse me, tweeted, cops kicking them off the plane for being black at Spirit Airlines. Mm -hmm. And apparently the airline crew said that they felt threatened by the couples that were being escorted off of the plane. So uh, right now that, that set of people are claiming racial discrimination. There has not been a lawsuit announced yet, but something tells me there will be there soon. Will be. There, there will, will be. There will be soon. Seven of them. Seven of them. Mm -hmm. So well, you guys saw that video. What did you think? And after hearing this story, what did you think? Uh, well, it threw me back real quick to, like, uh, a lot of people be like, well, you don't know because it was just black. I was like, it's not about just them being black, but it's about in public spaces as black people. I, I know I, I will speak for myself, but I believe most black people, there's when, whether you're in a restaurant or something, when you have an issue with service, the way you deal with it is um, very you don't you don't always get to be as upset as the white dude can be, right. and you don't get to express it necessarily. Even if you are you know well within your right and well within reason, I'm not saying like oh you should be cussing everybody out and getting in people's faces. But anytime a black person gets elevated mm -hmm. in these public spaces, oftentimes whether we are elevated to a place of unacceptability or not, we are perceived <coughs> as unacceptable and some sort of threat. So to hear the flight attendant say, oh, they, they felt threatened, it, it doesn't surprise me because literally I, we just had a situation with JetBlue. My boyfriend was on the air on a flight and he had a seat and the, there was a woman sitting in his seat. It was an aisle seat. He's a six foot two, like fairly large dude. And she was like, oh, well, I want to sit by my son. And he was like, oh, okay, well, where's your seat? I'll, you know, whatever. And But her seat was a center seat. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like a switch. And he was just kind of like, I can't do a center seat. Like, I'm sorry. Like and and it wasn't it. a baby. The child was probably 15 years old. Oh, that's so, not a child. And so he challenged it. To a degree, but he was like, but I had to pull back because I can't be the angry black person because she was so like, well, I don't understand. People do this all the time. Like they switch seats all the time. He was like, I understand that. But you are in a middle seat and I don't, and I, don't I, I paid for an aisle seat, seat, you know, but he fell back and was like, all right, okay. Because the flight attendant came along and was trying to be like, you know, ma'am, please, you can you move to your seat? And she just, it was a white woman and her child. She made such an issue about it. And the flight attendant was like, well, there's some um, extra foot seats, uh, extra space seats yeah. in JetBlue available. And the woman was like, oh, there's extra there's extra foot seat. And then suddenly it was okay for her to possibly move. And he was like, you know what? I'll take it. I'll just pay for the upgrade to sit in the extra room seats and you can stay right here. And she was like, oh, well, okay, fine. And then she sits back down after making it. But he didn't press to like make her move out of his seat because he didn't want to be in a situation like this where they're like, oh, we're threatened. Because large black dude, he's former military. Like, mm. he's assumed threatening just by standing there. So right. he toned it back down and took it and swallowed it, even though he would have liked to probably bite that woman's head off and whatever. Right. So I feel like that's probably a similar situation to what they were doing. Like, 
they got elevated because we're well within their rights. But the idea that they're black and they're elevated, uh oh, you know, angry, angry black, folks. black people. I, you know what? I, uh, I, I'm listening as you say that. I am sure that those seven black people were not the only people that spoke up. Right. But they were the only ones escorted. Let's see who said who said something. Oh, all the black people, but yeah. you white people that are actually louder. We're gonna. Can you step out of the way so we can get these people back here? Yeah. I'm sure that that didn't happen. And if it was only white people that were upset about a situation, they would mm. probably not be kicked off the airline. Mm. So it's kind of like, really, why are we? Yeah. Listen, still- I, I, so many. Yeah. These stories, I've heard so many of these different stories of just people trying to take, you know, sit in your seat. And and I've had friends who always say, oh, yeah, same thing like you said, Courtney, like your boyfriend. I don't want to get upset. Forget all that. I paid for my seat. Move out of my seat. And if you want to kick me off of the plane, then, yes, I'm going to cause such a commotion. And I am going to be the one who will sue your ass for doing that. You know what I mean? Because you 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 your first right is to be able to sit in your seat. You pay for that seat. You pick your battles. Super expensive. But the the airport is also a very specific space right now because I have another friend that was actually arrested from the airport because of a dispute about his bag that anybody else under any other situation probably would not have been arrested. But he was arrested and taken out because the airlines have a certain amount of of leeway to make their decisions about who's disruptive or what's a problem on a plane because of the nature of the country right now and Mm -hmm. what we have going on in the world in terms of security and all of that. So it's easy for them to be like, well, maybe it was not that big of a deal, but the idea that it might be a big of a deal is gives us the right to do whatever we like on this plane. So, yes, you might feel like I can assert all of this and all of this, but it's one of those choose your battles. Like, if you got to get to work on the west, on the East Coast mm-hmm. and this is sure. causing a problem, yeah. putting you in jail and dealing with all that is probably not worth it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's just you. a difficult space to be in and existent in general. But if it's, like, at the restaurant and, you know, whatever, I'm going to let you know. Like, whatever. But, you know, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to get where you got to go and whatever. But... They suck. Yeah. Well, let me find Don't out fly spirit you. anyway because they suck. Yeah. And I bet yeah. them flight attendants were jerks because everyone I dealt with was a jerk <coughs> when I was on my plane. It wasn't a one nice one on that whole plane. Really? They looked at you like... Why are you here? You got a bag? Yeah, I got a bag. I'm traveling. Which they will charge you for all of them. <laughs> oh, they them. charge for all of them. Like, you got a purse? Oh, we charge you for that. Yeah. You got a bag to go? Yeah, okay. They, they, oh, we charge yeah, you for that. And, you know, whatever. You brought a ziplock? And then they get an attitude. Like, if you're trying to put it... They're not like, oh, let me, you know, push the... You need to hurry up. You're not pushing that up there right. Well, could you help me? Wow. No, but you can hurry up so this person can go. Like, they were really rude on the spirit. Like, really spirit rude. need to find the spirit. <laughs> well, not the spirit. Not they the need to spirit. find a spirit, a spirit. of somebody spirit. that's Some positive. Sort of <laughs> like, I, well, I don't know. I only know the spirit. You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody's, that right everybody's the, the ain't spirit. that the. That's mine, the. That, that, find the version <laughs> that exists for you because y'all crazy. And rude. Yeah. Well, that story will be developing more. I'm sure we'll be hearing yeah. more. From I that. hope they get. Let me find out when you start the hashtag flying while black. Flying yeah. while black. Same thing as anything else. Mm-hmm. Driving while black. I can. I, black. Can I share a story when I was eating while black? Yes, yes please. I was at a. Uh, it was a golf outing when I was uh, in camp with the Browns. It was preseason, and we went to a uh, high uh, golf course. And I walked in and I sat down next to my agent. And the waiter walked over to me and said, the help eats in back. Wait, what? Wait, what? No, what, what, he year, did what year was not. this? It was in the 80s in Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. And oh. I was eating with my agent. And he I, 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 he said that not 
I looked at him for a while because I'm like, there is no way he's talking serious, to me. Serious, right, yeah, yeah. There's no way he's yeah. serious. So he goes, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the help eats in back. And I looked at my agent, and I continued eating my burger, and I said, either you get him fired or you're fired. So quickly he came back and apologized. And I will not. Wow, the, uh, just it wow. was, uh, yeah. And I was, I was just the boldness to say that to you, though. I mean, he just. I mean, at wow. least you like play it off, like, right. hey, is there anything else I can get for you? Are you another, just to kind of get an idea, like, is this a guest? Like, if you're right. already prejudiced enough to wonder, mm-hmm. like, at least be slick about it. Don't just yeah. be like, you Negroes oh, in the back. Right. Like, what? I was like, what? I, you ain't you? Oh man! Did he get fired? Uh, he came up and apologized, and I did see him leaving that day. Okay. I saw him leaving. Now, I don't know if he came back, right? but he left quickly. Dang. Because he had to leave quickly, because as soon as I finished that burger and had all my <laughs> yeah, you Popeye ready. strength. <laughs> yeah, you okay. know what I'm trying to say. He's yeah, going to be yeah, taken yeah, out. Yeah. <laughs> Something's about to go down. I'm going to run some sprints on you. <laughs> wow. Wow, oh I'm just saying, you are a stupid mouth. So, you know, I, that's why when we talk about the spirit thing, you know, just, you know, uh, giving somebody the benefit of the doubt, but it didn't seem like it had to go there. Right. Yeah. They yeah. call the police. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, they didn't have enough people flying the plane. There weren't enough people on the, hey, you know what? We need some extra seats here right. while we kick them off right there. Yeah. They ain't going to say nothing. I mean, until I see another video resurfacing up of the people acting completely crazy that got arrested. Because it didn't seem like anybody was, like, swearing and that's, yelling. Yeah, and, like, it, it just no, sounded like they yeah. were like, oh, that's bogus. How are yeah. you going to do that? That's not right. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, it was that kind of thing. And so. volumes carry on planes anyway because you're obviously in the cabin. So, it's you know, yeah. we're going to show you. Right. Yeah. Nobody yes. said, I'm about to cut you if you don't met them people they see. Like, was somebody threatening? Did somebody say they had a weapon? Like, what what, what made you feel Well, threatened? first of all, you can't have a weapon. Thank they already, you. They already you screened yeah. you. Right. How are you going to be threatening? I got a sandwich. Because right. you're black. Right. Mm. I have these liquids. You're black and you are displeased with service and mm. speaking up about it. Because, God forbid, it. you have a right to speak up about the service you receive anywhere. Yeah. That's right. very true. Well, uh, luckily none of those got none of those people got officially arrested because yeah. then they would be qualifying for what it's like the wine train thing. Yep. Yeah, yes, it's just like that wine train. The story. wine train. We have President Obama who has ordered federal agencies to stop looking at prospective employees' background checks if they are a former criminal or have a history of crime. What he's trying to do is open up a new reinvention kind of program for people who've been in jail they come back to society and just are able to live a normal life and become good citizens so he recently spoke this week about his change um, and these are some of the the bullet points that he had mentioned about why he really wants this change to take place he said this will actually help prevent crime because he feels like by kind of bringing these people back and reintroducing them and reintegrating them back into society that they can live a normal life obviously just like anyone else even though you've had a history of maybe doing a petty crime or or an unfortunate incident. He said, make sure people are fairly punished for the crimes they committed. Because we obviously know in this system, <clears throat> there are a lot of people who are being punished for c- bigger crimes that should not be punished for the crime. You know, it's a made bigger than what it really right. is. Um, he said, most of these people are law-abiding, self-sufficient, good citizens, um, former inmates, so he feels like they can come <coughs> back and really you know, come back in society and be great. And the goal is to, once again, to have crime down. So he really wants to change this program and help out, especially black males, and the way that they're perceived in society. So it's like, get rid of the felony box that you... 
Well, you know, a lot of times the felony that you 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 get put in jail for is you were sitting next to a joint, right? Yeah. And now you're in prison for five years, but if you shoot up a black church, then well, you might get probation. So there's a lot of there's this. I I feel that there's a lot of folks that are in there that shouldn't uh, be in there in the first place. So when they get out, they should have an option of having that expunged or not. I I love that idea. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. And then also, you know, it's it's an interesting thing because do you think that you as an employer that you should not know all the history of. You know, at the beginning, know the history of someone like that you're ju- looking like, at well, who's a solid applicant. Because there's like a catch twenty two with it. I, I, some well, I feel felt. like with what from what I read, it is you are permitted to find out that information. It just cannot be the initial interaction. So, like mm-hmm. one of the issue because the issue, like if you go fill out an application somewhere and you immediately <laughs> have to check the box, I'm a felon. Whatever employer, nobody has time or wants to deal with trying to figure that out. Right. So they right. just throw you to the side. Right. But if you don't have to present that information upon first meeting the person, you could meet the person, decide that based on your own personal judgment, this is somebody that I kind of feel good about. You find out after that, oh, felony possession of marijuana or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. All right, that ain't so bad. I mean, they're not going to rob. Like, what they're doing here has nothing to do with that, and I'm not comfortable with it. So I feel like, if anything, it just, like, opens the door. It doesn't necessarily mean it puts employers in a, you know... Peculiar difficult situation, situation. Right. that is right. the problem for insurance. Like, I can't get insured now because I got criminals working for me kind of right. situation. So I think that it just forces people to look past just what they see on the paper immediately. Yeah. But that doesn't mean what was on the paper isn't important and maybe something you should know eventually. Right. And also if it's a petty crime. I mean, you know, if you did a petty right. crime when you were 17 years old and you're now 30 years old, why should you really be yeah. exactly you know and that's the only way that. we're going to stop the circle of crime because if they get out and they can't get a job yeah exactly it's going to be a spiral circle it's a circle yeah. so i hope you know i think it'll be positive and good and well, he's letting a bunch of people out of jail yeah anyway. he just let six thousand yeah. people out of jail um Wonderful. that early so he's yeah. you know he's really trying to enforce this rule and get people to change their opinions about things mm-hmm. so you know what go obama you know he's, obama. he said he's been he's been trying to do this for years yes. so you know, we obviously see him, have seen him at the end of his term, but he's definitely trying to still make some, some hayway before he leaves. There's a side point. There's a judge in Pennsylvania that got put in prison for selling black folks that he put in prison. prison. Wait, what? Uh, Wait, selling, yes, selling black folks? Yeah. Well, basically, he put them in prison for petty crimes or trumped-up oh, charges. Yes, yes. 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 And there was thousands and thousands that he would, you know, because they make money for yeah, cheap he was labor. Getting ki- yeah. And he was getting kickbacks was getting from, kickbacks. because the yeah. prisons are privatized, yeah. so he was getting money from them to make sure that they, he was I think we talked about this yeah. one time on this week, yeah. And the, guy, the judge yeah. got prosecuted, Prosec- didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. in prison now. He's, hey, he, As he is, should be. He's yeah. with his friends. He's with his friends. And all, all of those people that he, that he put in prison are like, hey, come on, sit next to me. so glad to see you. So glad to see you, buddy. Sit down. I want to be your cellmate. Yeah. Right. Let's that, go that's take a my shower. best friend. That's my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the one guy, but like, don't get it twisted. That is not the only one. No, like, not he at got all. caught There's in this whole many. idea that this prison system, the way that we operate it. it exactly. So, those people that were put in prison unjustly mm-hmm. should be able to come out and get jobs because exactly. they shouldn't have been in there in the first, first place. place. That's true. 
And exactly. he, and Mr. Obama, I think he knew a little something, something when he, he did always that. Does. He's got a clue. Yeah. He's, He's got, got a clue. clue Smart even man. though they want to yeah. say otherwise. Right. All right. Well, that concludes our hot topics and all of our topics from today. I hope you guys enjoyed that. But before we leave, we want to talk to Mr. James Black about this new thriller movie yes. coming out called Men in 3B. Men in 3B. Yes. 3B. I saw the trailer for this, yes. man. It, was, it has a lot of things going on in a, a nice ensemble cast. As oh, well. yeah, man. Really good cast. It was fun because, you know, Jack A and D.B. Woodson and Kalita Smith and uh, Billy D. Williams. Oh, Don't yeah. go there, bud, son. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Come on over here. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I was on set and he would talk, and I'm like, Oh my God, it's Billy. <laughs> <laughs> Does he still got the slick back? Oh yeah, oh, yes. he got most of it. Most of it. What's yeah. left? He got. Hey, he did he have a Coke 45 too? He had a Coke 45, ladies and gentlemen. That's pretty good. He looked good. I, I love like, it. Man, he he he's just on point. Uh, the movie is a uh, uh, a couple of love triangles that are going on and a who done it. So mm-hmm. the man in three B moves in and there's a fire. And the man in three B does he leave? Does he does he live? What happens? We don't know. But in between all of when he gets there and when he leaves, there's a lot that happens. Yeah. And it was not a Melrose place. It was not no. Melrose place. No. Huh? Mm. It was beautiful. It was like scandal. It was yeah. a lot Times of scandal. Three. And you're, scandal. Yes. And, and you put that movie steroids. And Jack A was scandal about. had children. It would be this. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Jack A was commentating on all of it. <laughs> oh, I know she was. She was sitting on the stoop just going, mm-hmm. he a fine young man. Ooh, yeah. Did he just smack somebody in the face? No. <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to go up here. Give me a sandwich. I'm going to stay right here. And watch all of that. All but, the girls, uh, panties just getting wet. They just, just can't oh, even wait in this we, building. We have a theme today on this I show. Know. You know what? I didn't even mean for that. I was just, they, the girls <laughs> were just so excited. Excited because it's what's no, his name. No, it's just yeah, funny. It's the just man funny. in three B. The man in three is uh, Lamont. Lamont uh, from Why Did I Get Married? Uh, Lam- a Rucker. Lamont Rucker. Lamont Rucker. 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 Billy yes. D. Lamont Rucker. Jack A. Marla Gibbs. Rob Richard. Our boy Rob Richard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lots of lots of people in this. Yeah, and there's a couple naked people in this movie. Oh, hey, naked people. Yeah, we love that. Yeah, I don't want to give away the whole people. plot. But when this dude proposed to this other girl, he just happened to not have any clothes on. Oh, okay. Which dude was that? I didn't watch this movie. What is his name? Lamont? No, not Lamont. Huh. Robert? Robert, right. Robert's always naked. He, we did an interview with Robert. He did, 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 did he show up with his shirt off? He took his he shirt took off. It off. He, he, did. Did. he did. He did. He, he did. showed us some. He did. You acting like you surprised by that? No, I'm not like surprised. Like, if shirt, I, if like, I look like him, I take my shirt off. Right right I'd be naked and go on grocery <laughs> shopping. I'd be in Trader Joe's. Like, how y'all doing? Pushing the car. I got a coupon right here for a free one. Are these free oh, samples? And now you play a character by the name of Ben. Ben. And what's your character all about in the movie? Uh, I play a fireman, and there's a fire. So there was a fire, and the whole place burned down. So obviously I didn't do my job. Oh. Right. right. Or maybe I did. Or maybe you Ooh, did. Maybe you we did. don't know. Mm-hmm. Sound like a... But basically I'm trying to keep my son on the straight and narrow. Okay. Even though I have an affair with the woman down the hall. Oh, oh goodness. And yeah, she might have been married. Oh, been. Okay. My. she might have been married. Well, now, was that Marla Gibbs? Uh, it was not Marla not Gibbs. Gibbs. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're funny. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been too much. <laughs> Why that boy crazy? Marla put it on you. I had to throw that in there real quick, see if you got it. <laughs> see, did he hear what I said? <laughs> I'm like, let me repeat that. Marla. Gibbs. Gibbs. Right. She's a beautiful woman. She is a beautiful woman. And I would take her any day to be my bride. I Aww. love that. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but uh, the woman Trish Mann happened to be uh, uh, <coughs> the woman who I am in love with and endowed with. And she, I believe, 
is married. Okay. And I have a son, so I'm tr- I should focus on him and not her. Not but, a married you know, woman. But it's messy. But yeah, it's messy. You know, I, I just but I, I so I do I tell him what to do, but I don't do as I say. Mm, right. Mm. That's not good. Mm. That's not, not good, good, man. That's not, not good. good. That's what gets people in trouble. I, think. I don't I judge though. I just played the character. I like that. As you I like should. That. I don't judge him. He, he did what he had he to do. He did what he could. Yeah. Sometimes you got to take care of stuff. That's true. Business. But then if your That's son true. is doing what you're doing, you judge your son, yeah. then you have to judge yourself. Yeah. yeah. I should have not done that. Oh. But then now you, you 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 know that that was what but, you did. But I did, and I had to fight over it. And mm. that's a great movie. It is and a great that's movie. And awesome. And that's it, drama. it comes out tomorrow, November 6th. November 6th. And I know yeah. that uh, you can just check the site, is what I've been told, to find yes. out what local theaters you can go see it at. Awesome. Yep. Um, it looks very exciting, so you should tell many friends to go see this. I just like watch the friends. preview. Yeah. And like, it's it's it'll bring you in. Sold off. I love yeah. a good, like, sexy action, or not action, but sexy thriller, thriller going on. Yeah. Sexy thriller. Yeah, sexy I love that when you said sexy action. Sexy. Sexy. That was like... Because they're international signs. Sexy. Right. Yeah, it's like, you just gotta move. like, Sexy action. Sexy Sexy time. Now, you have been in the business for a while and have done so many roles. I've done a couple of things. What's what's outside of this? What else are you working on? Uh, Let's see. I just did a movie with uh, Tom Sizemore. There you go. Mm. And it's called Better Criminal. And I played a... FBI agent. Okay. I, I say that because uh, I read the script, but, you know, why do I... I should know who I am. I played an FBI agent. Okay. And I got the bad guy. Okay. And right. James Hahn, who... Uh, he's a... Did you ever see Seinfeld? Yes. Yeah. Okay. He was the guy in the, when they did the restaurant, and he was like... Uh, they did the whole episode in the restaurant, and he was the guy behind the... Uh, the maitre d' who sat you or whatever, and he oh, goes, Cotwright? Okay. Cotwright. Yeah, my name is Costanza. Yeah, I say, Cotwright, you know come. He goes, but my name is Costanza. Yes, Cotwright. <laughs> I say, Cotwright, you know come. You gave away my table? I'm sorry, I just had to do That was my favorite episode. <laughs> yeah, listen, I felt like I was watching I love the standing for Seinfeld yeah. right there. Yeah, I loved it, and James was in the movie. And did then you make him do that for you? I did. <laughs> yes. I did, and his daughter was standing there. She was in the movie, too, and she's like, I can't believe, but he is such a great guy. He's like 80-some, a lot of life going on, and he's sexy, too. All right. It's our new dance. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So I'm I'm doing that, and what else? Uh, There's a movie coming out November 6th. Called the Man in Three B. Yes, and it's in a city near you in a theater. So I'm doing that, Check it and out. Uh, I'm I'm working on producing a couple of movies, and uh, you know stuff that you'll we'll have to sit down and talk about That's sometime. Yeah, we're gonna have him back for a longer in depth interview on yes. Black Eye Black, so we can talk about his. Uh, Martial arts and mm-hmm. playing the guitar, guitar and singing yeah. and all that fun stuff that he does as well. I sang with Anita Baker once. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man, it wasn't right. planned. She didn't know it was going to happen. Oh, was it at one of her? It was at one of her concerts in Cleveland at uh, Blossom Music Center, okay. and she was singing. And uh, what's the guy on the keyboard? I forget his name. Uh, but anyway. I think Marcus Miller was in the band. But anyway, she was singing, and she goes, "I need some people to come up here and sing on stage." And you know, I I had. I've been in a lot of bands, so I got up there and I sang my high note, you know, and I brought it down and I gave everybody a solo on stage. All she right. gave it back to me and I'm like, take a solo, yeah, there you go. All right, break it down. And then you bring it over here like that and they broke it down and I go, everybody, come on, let's do it. And Anita's sitting there going like, what the hell? Yeah, that's 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 and I'm doing all the popping, locking and stuff and flying across the stage and doing my James Brown and stuff. Is and there a video of this? Because we want to show it. Man, I, I wish What song I was it? Was it caught up in 
the rapture of love? What was it? Like? I don't. You know what? After that, she said, "You're crazy," but sit in that chair, and she sang to me wow. after I was on stage. It oh, was wow. beautiful. And cry? she said to me years ago, I did cry. I would have. I did because she was standing on my foot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but she said, that's a bad joke. It's old, too. That's the last But she said to me. We all laughed. It don't matter. And laugh. this is before I got into business. She goes, you, sir, need to be in the business. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if Anita Baker says so. Then, then you need to be. be I go ahead and do it. Amen. Because you can't say no to Anita. You do not say no to Anita. I don't know what she's saying. But we she don't know. She makes up her own notes, and they sound really good when she does <laughs> it. <laughs> Nobody's saying. You're gonna have like to perform either. next time. You yeah, you have to. Oh, yeah. Now I really want to hear you sing. And I will not sing back up for you. So, where can fans find you on social media? Let's see. I am on Twitter at James Black Actor. I'm on Instagram at James Black Actor. I have a website, jamesblackactor.com, and I'm on Facebook. But I think I'm at my limit, so you can follow me. Okay. And you'll right. find him. You'll and find I am him. James Black, and I'm going like this on my page. <laughs> so, Hello. Hey. Courtney, Hello. where can fans find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stuart Starlet. Boom, y'all can be up everywhere at DJ Jesse J. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. James, thank you for coming in. Thank yes. you. Tell us about the movie, Man in 3B. You oh, got to yeah. check it out. You want a good thriller, a black thriller. In black that. thriller. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trey Haley because he's the director of the movie. Yeah, yeah, Good friend, lover, and supporter of Black Hollywood Live. So we want to support him as well. Make sure you do that. And also go to the buzzer meter question, which is, are you excited for Title's exclusive original content? We hmm. talked about it on the show today. Want to know what you have to think about it? Let us know. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for coming. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood, The views expressed here are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.